Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sadie Spills the Tea. We are on episode 22, and I appreciate everyone tuning back in, including my brother that's sitting behind me right now, rolling his eyes. Sorry about last week. Um, we only had one episode because I flew home to get the second shot, and the second shot, to be honest, took us out a lot longer than we were anticipating. Um, so apologies for leaving you guys hanging on just half the weeks of news. Um, also just want to apologize that I left us hanging on, um, the firing anniversary. <laughs> Felt like that was just a dark cloud and apologize. Um, it's obviously been a while and a lot of things have gone down, including, yes, a lot more Benefer news that I covered last week. And the story is just getting started, if we're being honest. I think we're just at the beginning of, um, our Benefer story, Summer of Love. 2021 again. Anyway, um, I am home. I am here um, working from my parents' house, sitting in this fog this morning, and just want to be completely honest with you. Um, if you are going to get the second shot and you haven't heard yet, please take a thousand milligrams of acetaminophen before your shot and chug some water. It was probably the only saving grace that I had right after the shot. Um, woke up the next morning, was fine, and then as the day kind of went on, it just, you know, hit me like a ton of bricks. So that is your kind of PSA. Um, also, just to be transparent, I did not watch Elon Musk on SNL this weekend. It was part of the plan and, you know, life happens and I got a little derailed with some other things. Got to see some friends, which was great. Had a great dinner um, with Em and TJ last night, which really never gets to happen on a Monday. So, you know, Elon didn't happen. I also didn't get to watch um, Watch What Happens Live with all of the Bravo kids yet. That is on my slate for tonight. Um, again, you know, got to see people in real life instead. Okay, let's just jump right in to our news for the day, the week. Um, yes, there will be another episode because I will not leave you guys hanging again. Okay, so to kick off our sports news, um, this Sunday, Michael Jordan is going to be presenting um, posthumously um, the induction of Kobe Bryant into the Hall of Fame. Um, this was supposed to be scheduled actually for last August. Of course, COVID hit and um, they weren't able to actually do the full Hall of Fame ceremony and whatnot. So this Sunday, uh, Michael Jordan is going to be the one that's inducting Kobe Bryant. I'm hoping that this is going to get broadcast of some sort if Michael Jordan is going to, you know, present and give some phenomenal speech that we all know he's capable of. Um, I would think that that would be televised or at least, you know, put somewhere that we could all be watching. So keep your eye out for that. Of course, if I see anything, I'll be posting because I am going to be thinking of them on Sunday. Um, randomly, uh, J. Cole, the rapper, yes, from North Carolina, um, he is set to go play professional basketball in Africa. Um, he announced it just the other day that he is going to go and play for um, the Rwanda Patriots. This is going to be the most, the first season and their inaugural season for the league of um, the basketball league of Africa. So exciting news! Um, we all knew that J. Cole was like super into basketball before. That's always kind of been his like aesthetic, his vibe. He's always been a huge UNC fan all that kind of thing. So exciting that he's actually going to go and play basketball for Africa. Um, I read ESPN this morning and they said, will J. Cole actually bring any value? That's the question. And I'm curious. So maybe we'll see, maybe we'll hear. Um, I'm sure it's going to be big news once they actually start playing and, you know, he's the headline. Anyway, um, a little baseball PSA. 
that I just wanted to call out for anyone that is a baseball fan or becoming a baseball fan um, just in this season that I needed to refresh myself on um, the other week. So a lot of rain happening all over the U.S., all over the country, right? Um, When a baseball game, when an MLB baseball game gets postponed due to weather, it typically means they're going to have a doubleheader game the next day, a.k.a. two games in a row. When they do that, they actually only play seven innings rather than nine. Um, Ham brought this re back to my attention when we were trying to go see a um, Rockies versus the Giants game last week. No, I was not going to, um, you know, do that myself, but Ham's team is a Giants, so we were going to go see them. Anyway, there was a doubleheader, and they only have seven innings, not nine. And that's kind of a little buzzkill for anyone that thought they were going to get the full um, scope, whatever. Just wanted to go ahead and say there's only seven innings. Um, In other sports news, um, actually, this was Joe's story that um, Kelly Slater is going to have a new show um, called The Ultimate Surfer that's coming to television this August. Um, It's going to be some sort of reality competition show, seven boys, seven girls. They're all competing to be the next Ultimate Surfer. Um, kind of cool. I feel like we don't really see Kelly Slater in on TV, in news anymore, anything like that. But yes, he's built all of those like um, wave places where you can go and like ride the wave. There's one in San Diego. I know there's one in Texas. I know there's one in like North um, Santa Barbara County area. Anyway, um, yes, Kelly Slater built those wave things that you can like literally go and rent, ride, the mechanical wave. They're really wild. When I was at Procore, a bunch of boys used to do it. Anyway, Kelly Slater has a new show coming out, going to be a new demographic. If you're into surfing, watch out because you got a a new show coming. Okay, lastly in our sports news, um, Medina Spirit, I told you that won the Kentucky Derby last Sunday, um, last Saturday, whatever day the Kentucky Derby was. Um, They won that two minutes and two seconds, I think, was their time. Anyway, it has come out in the last week um, that the horse didn't actually pass a specific drug test. Um, Not exactly sure what the drug test was, but the trainer is not allowed to put another horse back on the track until they have passed yet another drug test. So Medina Spirit isn't entirely stripped um, of their title just yet, but they're like on the brink of being disqualified. And so there's one more test before the final verdict comes out about Medina Spirit, which who knew that that was going to be a thing and horses get drug tested. I mean, it makes sense. It's like any other league, right? Okay, let's dive back into some benefit action because as we covered last week, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together. And I'm going to say they're quote unquote, unofficially, officially back together. Um, I want to start at the very beginning of this story because a lot more has come to light. So I said last week that there was going to be the Vax Live show, that concert that was going down that JLo was performing at, you know, it's the global situation. So apparently um, Ben Affleck was at the taping of the Vax Live show, and that was on May 2nd. So they taped it a week before they actually showed it, right? So Ben was actually at the taping of the Vax Live show. It's come out that there's pics of him like in the audience, like him behind, um, like at the rehearsals, that type of thing. So we can confirm that he was there to watch J-Lo. Now, Dumois had a really incredible story basically the saying that JLo's team, right? She has her set list for all of her performances, concerts, whatever she's doing, her shows. And they typically rotate a few songs. Like, and, you know, they have like the standard songs and they have like a few that she kind of throws in and out. JLo has a song that she wrote in 2003, or was released in 2003 and it's called I'm Glad. 
the song is not well known um, because she doesn't play it because she strictly wrote it for Ben Affleck when they were dating back 2001, 2002, et cetera, when they were engaged, right? Um, as soon as they, you know, she broke off the engagement um, 20 years ago, the song has just like kind of been in the archives. Apparently J-Lo's team is like, why don't we play I'm Glad? Like it's a great melody. It's easy to like kind of um, like flow in and out of like the whole set that they do when, you know, when they do like the medley of all the songs. Anyway, her team suggests that song typically all the time, and she has apparently refused for a while. Um, so the day of filming the Vax Live concert, J-Lo, um, her team was shocked when she threw the song I'm Glad in there. I didn't actually see the concert, um, but I'm hearing that she kicked off. She actually opened the entire show with that song, I'm Glad, which just is like, oh my gosh. So real J-Lo fans know that that song didn't really exist for the last 20 years. And now here she is using it, opening with it because he's back in her life. He was there, etc. cetera. Um, apparently she also sang her own rendition of Sweet Caroline, which always goes back to like, a Boston theme, which we know Ben Affleck is there. Um, he's from Boston. And then apparently um, J-Lo's mom, Lupe, was actually also at the concert in the audience. And Lupe doesn't necessarily travel that much for J-Lo's songs. But um, Lupe and Ben apparently were really, really tight when they were engaged. They would go gambling together. They were like really close friends. So the fact that Ben was there and Lupe was there, people are saying that J-Lo brought Lupe just to be able to hang out with Ben and kind of rekindle their thing. Anyway, I'm loving this. Um, I saw the tweet the other day that was like, it's 2004, my Uggs are back on and Ben are first back together. That's legit how I feel and I'm so happy about it. Um, the second half of this Benifer story is that right after the Vax Live concert, um, they were spotted in Big Sky, Montana. They rented out a house at the Yellowstone Club, which is the you know, she, 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 the prim, the top of the top um, in Big Sky. Yes, because Joe just worked there and got back. And no, he doesn't know anyone that was there and ran into them. Of course, I've already asked. But um, they were spotted in a Big Sky on a romantic getaway right after the Vax concert. So I'm telling you, they are back in it. Um, ben Affleck, of course, Mother's Day was on Sunday. Ben posted a really sweet um, little tribute to Jen Gardner. Um, while he's been with JLo, love it, stan it, really, really, really hope that this one's going to last. Um, there was an article yesterday that I was reading that says, like, close friends wouldn't be shocked if this is the end-all be-all. Um, they've never really fell out of love, necessarily. They both found other people. They've always kind of, kind of kept in touch. Um, and now that they're single, they're both, like, guns blazing. And so here for it. I love that so much. So, that is our update on, um the Benefer. There is that TikTok girl that's going around right now about Ben Affleck. Um, this actually came out last week, and I apologize that I didn't include it in the podcast episode then. Um, essentially, this girl's come out on TikTok that she matched with Ben Affleck on Raya, the new dating app. If you don't know what Raya is, it's okay. It's just like another swiping situation. Um, they She matched with Ben Affleck, and she didn't think that it was him. She kind of panicked. She was like, there's no way he'd actually be on this app. So she actually unmatched with him. I don't know the logistics. I don't know how this works. Obviously, I've never been on it. But she says she unmatched with him. Um, and then he found her on Instagram. Yes, Ben found this chick on Instagram, sent her an Instagram DM in a video message that was like, hey, it's me. Like, I think you're really pretty. Why'd you unmatch? And now it's going viral. She's talking about it. It's like, wow, Ben, like, okay, like you're seeking after these chicks, like, because they don't think you're real. 
I don't know. I'm sure Jen Gardner doesn't have kind things to say about him matching with girls on Raya. But again, really interested to see what Jen Gardner thinks about JLo and Ben. Um, I'm sure she stands it. They're so into their families, you know, that type of thing. Okay, moving on from Benifer. Um, quick random story that we learned. The Duke and Duchess, a.k.a. William and Kate, announced that they're going to have their own YouTube channel soon. Not sure what they're going to actually post on YouTube. Not sure if the palace is the ones that are controlling it or if their, like, team is controlling it. Maybe it's going to be, like, you know, really crafted and, and created content, not just, like, a vlog, like, the rest of us love on YouTube. Anyway, going to be interesting. Also, hope we get to see the kids a little bit and get to see them growing up. Um, my mom just gave me like an Us magazine that I was reading while I've been here. It had all these beautiful portraits of um, Kate and William's kids. Let me tell you, they are the prettiest. Louis um, and, and Charlotte, oh my lord. I mean, of course, Prince George, right? They're just absolutely adorable. And so I'm hoping that the YouTube channel gives us a little FaceTime on the kids. Okay, um, E! News Network. I have question marks next to this because if you know, I have been a diehard E! News fan, E! Network, since I could literally learn how to turn on the TV channel. Um, and I've been talking about them a little bit lately just because obviously news is switching, right? People aren't necessarily turning on the TV. I mean, there's a few of us out there like myself that if we catch Daily Pop, we're like, fuck yeah. If we get on Nightly Pop, it's like, oh, fuck yeah, Morgan, give me it today, whatever. Anyway, so um, last week, Carissa, I'm blinking on her name. She has just been on um, Daily Pop for his years. Carissa Colner is her name. Um, she has actually been pregnant. She's gone through so many seasons. She was in the Jason Kennedy era. She's been around for a while. Anyway, she abruptly left E last Wednesday. Um, my news feed, of course, because I follow Justin and Nina and Morgan Stewart and all the whole clan. Um, they are all devastated that Carissa is leaving and just kind of happened abruptly. It was like, hey, think after seven years, like I'm leaving the E! News Network. And it was like, okay, so that's fishy. And then within like two days, Juliana Rancic, who was really the OG, the last OG standing of E! Network, um, she also said that she is leaving the network and stepping down. So obviously there's a big shakeup that's going on there. If Juliana, you know, who's the OGOG is done. Jason Kennedy, we know he already bowed out. Carissa was like kind of one of the last people um, of like that OG kind of era when we had Kat Sadler and Ryan Seacrest and that Will Marfuji guy. You know, it's just, it's coming to a close. Um, so Juliana Ranzik is now officially done. And yesterday it was announced that Laverne Cox is set to take over for Juliana on the red carpets, um, which just like confuses me even more because why are we getting rid of Juliana if, if you know, red carpets aren't done, but they kind of are, but we already hired Laverne. Like, what's going on? Obviously, there's, you know, massive changes, and I'm very curious about what's happening. Um, speaking of red carpets, it was announced yesterday that the Golden Globes is officially canceled for 2022. Um, probably the best move on their part. Probably going to be the start of award show cancellations, as Emma, our cultural correspondent, mentioned. Um last week. Um, you know, it's it's kind of time. There's a lack of diversity. No one's really watching these award shows that much anymore. Um, it's kind of a waste of like sources and funds to put the whole thing on. Anyway, that's the first cancellation. I'm sure it's not going to be the last. Um, but that's going to be interesting to see what kind of turn E! Network takes as we, um, you know, pivot that way. 
Okay, um, one last pop culture story here that, yes, has to do with the Kardashians. Apologies, but Vogue magazine um, is opening up a new four-part series with Kendall Jenner. It's going to be called Open-Minded Understanding Anxiety. So we know that Kendall has been battling anxiety for years and years and years, as have the rest of us, including myself, right? Don't we all? Um, she is going to sit down with different types of psychologists and talk about the different causes and effects of low-grade anxiety. That was her like trailer that's kind of been going around. Um, it looks chic. It looks like it's, she's at her house. It looks like she's you know, grilling some of these psychologists and doctors and whatnot. Um, interested just like why is she doing this now? Maybe it was filmed in quarantine and you know they're just kind of pausing on the content. Not sure on how the logistics are working. Um, but interesting that Vogue's doing this with Kendall, and the, is this a part of a whole new series that they're going to do? Are other people going to have this opportunity? You know, just like a lot of questions on that front. Okay, um, Bravo news. Let's see, I admittedly said that I didn't get to watch the Watch What Happened Lives with the kids. Um, again, got to hang out with Emma and Teej instead. Um, not hearing any brave reviews about that, any headlines, so... I think we can wait for um, me to watch that and recap that later this week. But I did watch the Watch What Happens Live with Caroline Stanberry that I announced a few weeks ago. Um, Caroline is everything of the sort. She is my British royalty. Again, if you're into Housewives, go watch Ladies of London on Peacock. She's phenomenal. Um, the Watch What Happens Live was cute, but not long enough. They had like a medley of people and it's like no one really gives a shit about Patty Singer and all these other things. Um, just wanted to go ahead and say Caroline Sainbury is fabulous. If you didn't watch it, you didn't miss anything, but that's what's happening. Yes, the taglines are out for um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because we are officially a week away until we get their premiere. Yes, May 19th, it's Emma's birthday and I am so freaking excited. Um, anyone that's asked me like what's on the next slate, I'm like the demise of Erica Jane. That is what we are about to watch. We are going to watch the entire thing play out in front of our screens shortly and I am so freaking excited about it. Um, it's been a long time coming. Her tagline was something really stupid like, um, money doesn't buy you class. Only I can. No, that's not it. I totally blew that. I apologize, Erica Jane. I know you're listening and you're ashamed that I just blew that. I'll reread the taglines again and come back with you guys. Um, they're great. People are dragging Kyle Richards for saying like in this town, cause she does that every, every single year, but she's the OG of the Beverly Hills. Okay. So that's what I got on, um, housewives. Now, quick batch update. Um, Katie's season is officially also a month away um and not too stoked for that it'll it'll really depend on how much other good tv is going on whether or not i watch that um her promos are coming out and they are getting worse and worse and worse let me just tell you each promo i see is worse um every time i go on reddit there's another like horrendous thing that katie and her team have done um like for example her promo poster is like see what all the buzz is about if you have a lot of time on your hands, like I did at one point last week while I was, you know, recovering from my shot, I watched all these Reddit videos about how ABC basically just gave her a poster and just like gave her a dress, took a pic, popped it everywhere, and it's like using Instagram fonts to actually type in the message of like see what the buzz is about. If that's interesting to you at all, please let me know and I'll send you the video. It's really wild. Um, but they're basically just dragging the whole fact that Katie's, you know, she cut her season short. Her wardrobe is absolutely horrendous. The trailers are horrendous. She's using her whole thing of like her vibrator with Matt James as like see what all the buzz is about. Anyway, 
it's garbage and these promos are getting worse and worse. Um, Reddit thinks that they already have her final four. So if you want to cheat and you want me to let you know, I will. I haven't actually dove in and uh, read any of their names or had any of that click because again, I don't know how much I'm going to give a shit about Katie, but her uh, season is almost here. Um, in addition, Matt and Rachel have been spotted, obviously, all over New York City within the last week, even more and more and more. People are actually tagging them. They're actually riding bikes, holding hands, um, being out and about. You know what? Live your life. You guys obviously are in love. Um, obviously, with all the controversy went down, you know, you felt some sort of pressure to take a break or reevaluate and whatever, and you're in love. And there's no reason to hide it. And I'm honestly just happy that they're out and about and not hiding it anymore. Um, it almost made to me made it more awkward that they were like trying to pretend like it wasn't happening like it's freaking happening okay lastly we had a Kardashian episode last week um it was the one that they've kind of been teasing for the entire season basically the fact that they announced to the crew that the show is ending and um, they got it on camera they called all the crew in together for like an anonymous meeting and the sisters told the crew all together hi we decided to discontinue the show and then there's the um confessional of Courtney being like yeah like I'm getting all these DMs saying like I'm the reason the show's over it's like yeah Courtney you are you've been bitching about how you didn't want to film for like the last five seasons and you finally got your wish um Chloe and Kim are not happy about it Chris is just like doing what's best for the entire family yada yada um Courtney just like couldn't get over the fact that she's getting a lot of like hate mail or like people DMing her saying that she's the reason the show is ending um I have not DM'd any of them ever but um, I stand by people that think Courtney is ruining the show because she basically did. And the whole episode was basically them saying, like, we only have one more month. We only have a few more months. Like, let's make this the best filming yet. And it's like, what? how is that making it the best filming yet? I hope these bullshit storylines are done. I hope it gets more real. Um, maybe Travis Barker will come into the picture. Maybe at the end there. You know, Caitlyn Jenner is out there running around saying that, we're for sure going to see some sort of recap of the divorce for Kim and Kanye at the end of the season. Like, what does Caitlin know? Not anything. She's still running for governor and like, Jesus Christ. Um, but again, no one does a holiday like the Kardashians. There was Mother's Day this past weekend. They, of course, celebrated, um, you know, in Palm Springs. They also had um, Psalm West's birthday the day before that. Psalm West is the youngest of Kim and Kanye's kids. I think he might be my favorite. He is the most precious looking angel of all time. Um, but on that Mother's Day note, um, let it be known, yes, I was tracking me, not skinny, not fat, and all the other Kardashian thirst monsters out there. Um, Tristan wished Chloe a happy Mother's Day. Chloe's been seen without that huge sparkly ring that she had following the allegations of Tristan cheating on her, Tristan sending the cease and desist to the gal who's saying she's, he's cheating. Anyway, Tristan wished Chloe a happy Mother's Day, and then Travis Scott also wished Kylie a happy Mother's Day. Um, we saw Travis and Kylie being PDA last week at the Live Miami um, DJ situation that Travis Scott was doing. Anyway, um, Travis Barker also got Courtney a whole plethora of flowers all over her house as a happy Mother's Day present. We did not see anything from Scott to Courtney or Kim to Kanye. Kim to Kanye is kind of obvious, like we never really see anything anyway. Um, but Scott sent Chris Jenner flowers and did not do anything for Courtney. So pretty sure that lets us know where he's standing. Um, everything I've been listening to, comments by celebs, all these podcasts, right? Someone needs to check in on Scott's mental health, um, especially after episodes that have been going down about 
him saying like, it's really hard for me to see you with another guy. And of course we're seeing Travis and Courtney just be the most extra of all time. Someone needs to get a pulse check on um, Scott Disick and it sure as hell should not be his 14 year old girlfriend. Amelia Gray, again, another reason why Beverly Hills is going to be phenomenal because Kyle Richards is going to call out Lisa Rinna for them dating. Anyway, that was a lot of um, rabbit hole conversation. So that's what I got for this week, um, or I should say this episode of this week. Yes, there's going to be plenty more. I'm sure there's more that just went down while I recorded this. I will be back for a second episode this week um, to catch you up on all of the rest of the things that we need to talk about. So you are kept up to date on everything. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Sadie Spills the Tea. Um, Please let me know any feedback, of course, always welcome. And I will see you later this week for another episode. Have a fabulous day.